Watching Once, a podcast where we suggest Netflix original movies we think everyone should try. I'm Thais, and that's Brady. And today, we're suggesting Secret Obsession. I will say, when I suggested this movie to you, Brady, (laughs) it was a little hilarious moment where I told you I didn't know anything about the movie, and I was like, I just want to watch it. And you were like, oh, that stalker movie. And I swear to God, I heard you say soccer movie. So then I was like, wait, no, no. But it's like, I don't know. You know more than me. Is it about like sports? I don't know. Is it a sports movie? And you're like, what do you, I guess you could call it a sport. And I'm like, I don't, what do you mean call it a sport? The whole world calls it a sport. Like, what do you? And then you were like, stalker isn't a sport. And I was like, oh, and then that's when it all clicked. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that back. It's a beautiful moment when it clicks like that. <laughs> I think you could audibly hear the clicking. (laughs) You could, yeah. But uh, so this movie is about a woman named Jennifer. Um, And actually, I'll just read you the, the synopsis that's on Google here. When Jennifer wakes up with amnesia after a traumatic attack, her doting husband cares for her. But soon she realizes that the danger is far from over. And I feel like I like that. It's it's a brilliant synopsis because it's exactly the same as Netflix. Whoa! So maybe yeah, they just took it from Netflix. They might have. They might have stolen it. I like it. I mean, I don't think it. It kind. I mean, it gives you everything that you absolutely freaking need, right? <laughs> you you want amnesia. You want traumatic attacks. Danger. I mean, those are three really really good words. Yeah, and I feel like people to watch this movie. And just from that synopsis, I know that she's gonna get her memories back. Hopefully, yeah. Right. I mean, how else is she gonna know that she's in danger? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so this movie was directed by Peter Sullivan and looking into him, he's like a lifetime movie director mm-hmm. guy, which makes yes, so much sense watching this movie. Just the feel of it, the way that everything was shot. I mean, it's a beautiful movie, but he's- it, it is a lifetime movie with lifetime actors, a lifetime director, lifetime yeah. plot. I mean, it's it's a lifetime movie. That's what a it is. Lifetime movie. I think the only it happens to be a Netflix original. I feel like the only difference was it was a little more gory. <laughs> and I'm using that word very lightly. <laughs> mm. But just like it had like a dusting of gore compared to <laughs> some of the Lifetime movies I've seen where sometimes like they'll, you know, get in a horrific accident and they come out looking spotless. Whereas like this movie, it, it looked a little, little more realistic, you know? You saw blood. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all you can say. It's rated TV 14. Yeah. So that's the blood. <laughs> that's the, the the hint of sexual mm-hmm. innuendo. And that's really, that's it. Because everything else is very cookie cutter. But yeah, and that's the lifetime, the cookie cutter. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. I did find funny all the other movies that he's directed. I, I called it a series of movies titled The Wrong. And then I just put in quotation marks everything. <laughs> Because he's got like the wrong dad, the wrong mother, the wrong boyfriend, the wrong scene, the wrong movie. Like every single movie he's directed is called the wrong something. That's just that's the old lifetime movie title <laughs> generator. You know, it's like Pekower, okay, wrong, and then boom, like dangerous blank. Like that's that's the lifetime original movie title generator. So if Secret Obsession were to fall in that category, what would the title be? Probably Secret Obsession. That's I feel like that's another lifetime. Secret blank. A secret um, lover, secret yeah. secretary. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I was thinking like, well, I don't want to spoil the movie. The wrong life. <laughs> that's good too. That probably that title's probably already taken. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um. So who who is in this movie? 
I mean, Brenda, Brenda song is the, the big one. And really I recognized her from social network, oh, which for my money was the best movie of 2010. David Fincher, one of the all time directors should have won best picture. I think King's speech won. I'm not bitter about it. I think it's a travesty, but who cares about the Oscars anyway? But yeah, she was in that. She played uh, Edward Saverin's girlfriend and that's it really. That's the only thing I know her from. That's really funny. I uh, have a confession to make. I haven't seen Social Network. Kind of slipped through the cracks, that movie, for me. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. I think it's on Netflix right now if you're you're super interested. But Uh, Well, I actually know Brenda Song from Sweet Life of Zach and Cody back in... uh... Whoa, throwback. I know. She actually... So it's kind of funny. Like, every single one of these actors uh, that are in the movie were former models. Uh, she was a former child model. She uh, joined, you know, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She was also in a bunch of other Disney Channel original movies. She's the most recent thing I had seen her before this movie is a um, a Hulu series called Dollface. With, Rings a bell. Yeah, I'm forgetting her name now. Kat Dennings. So she plays like the, the best friend. And that's what I mean. I, I feel like Brenda Song always plays this like best friend role. I had never seen her as the main character in something. So I was very curious when I saw that there's a movie featuring her I was in like I didn't read the synopsis I didn't watch the preview I just went in blind because I saw Secret Obsession saw her face and I'm like I'm in I'm sold I mean that's what else do you really need it's not a great sign when you're like oh I've never seen this person star in anything and they're like this is their vehicle like mm, I don't know it's a lifetime move yeah I mean she was she was aching to pupate you know she's now a, a butterfly and this was it. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> exactly. Funny though, she's been in two other movies that I could see, maybe even three, with um, Seth Green. He's like starring in it. And I was like, oh, like, you know how like actors, when they do movies together, they become friends? I'm assuming this is what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt. So she's like, I don't know, Biffles with Seth Green. Good to know. Yeah. It's a good friend to have, I think. <laughs> and you just made up this friendship in your, in your mind because they're in two things together. Yeah, I mean, what else could it be? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so co-starring, we've got Mike Vogel, um, who's also a former model. And he's been in literally like everything. I've seen him in every single one of these movies that he's been in. And I could not tell you because he just has like a forgettable face. Yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. in um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, Grind, Poseidon, Blue Valentine, The Help, Bates Motel, Clover fucking Field. And the most recent movie I saw him in was Blumhouse Fantasy Island. So it's like he was fresh in my mind and I went to see Secret Obsession and I'm like, I think I know him, but he also kind of looks like everyone else. <laughs> and it's just sad because like I basically grew up watching this guy on screen, you know, with Sister of the Traveling Plants. That was like one of my favorite movies. Just I would put it on repeat because I believed in the, the magic of traveling pants yeah i've seen a few of these movies and tv shows he's done no no recollection yeah. of, <laughs> of him his acting is also very forgettable i'm glad you said it <laughs> and we can't forget the third probably most paid actress in this movie dennis haysbert is that how you pronounce his last name all i know is that during this movie jennifer was in good hands oh that <laughs> that was good i can't believe you've just been sitting on that one i've been waiting so long to say that, that must have felt good to draw that oh, that was that was really good it felt really good <laughs> and and dennis is uh, you know i when i looked at what else he was in obviously 24 
That mm-hmm. was like the big thing for him. Yeah. And you see him on TV all the time because he's he's you know he's the All State guy and like mm-hmm. that's. But when I actually looked at like what he was in, it's it's really not a whole lot. No. Or not a whole lot of like you know big name stuff. Yeah. I guess surprised like, me. Yeah, it surprised me too because I thought I knew him for for more. <laughs> but, but you don't. No. It's just like I guess when you make that all state money, you can just kind of you just kick back and it's like, oh yeah, secret session. I can just show up. Exactly. And he That's might have the been the best actor in the whole movie. <laughs> the 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 bar is low, yeah, but he he absolutely cleared it. Yeah, so good for him. I think I liked any time he talked about car accidents during the movie. I just it put me I back. Any time he talked, yeah. just hearing his voice. <laughs> but yeah it was like one scene where he asked like one of the other officers he's like oh can you look into this truck or something like i was like ah i'm in a commercial (laughs) every time you want him to like walk up to the car and touch and be like (laughs) oh do you have all state (laughs) or like that's how he ends up finding the (laughs) the villain (laughs) he just looks up his all state insurance and finds his claim But I guess I love a good product placement. Yeah, that would have been missed opportunity. I feel like. Yep. Have you seen the the Major League film trilogy that he supposedly started? Right. Yes, I, I only saw the first one. Classic, mm. classic film. But don't really remember him in it. I mean, it was a Charlie Sheen movie. Like Charlie Sheen was a star. I don't really remember him in it specifically. But yeah, you know, he wasn't really on my radar until. You know, like the late 2000s or 24. So he was, he would have been much younger in Major League. I only saw the first one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would be his other like major film. Major League was huge. And that was a big movie back in, well, like late 80s, early 90s, whenever it was. Um, I never watched it, but also I wasn't in the country and I wasn't into baseball. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I never watched it. And you might it. not have been alive. So, you're, you know what? You're right. <laughs> if you said yeah. it was in the 80s, I forgot my own age. <laughs> Um, we got just two other supporting actors here. <laughs> we got Ashley Scott, who I didn't even want to mention, but you know, after you persuade me to put her on the list here, she actually uh, voiced Maria Miller in The Last of Us video games. And I say this with pride, but also it's fake because I never finished any of those games, <laughs> but I do own one. <laughs> Actually, I might own both, and I just haven't played through them yet. But um, I feel I definitely do feel more proud keeping her on the list now, knowing that she's she's video game people. Is she a main character in that? You I, know I what? have no idea what that character is. I'd love to tell you, but um, I haven't. But she was in it. <laughs> but she, so was, she was involved. She was. Yep, she's involved. She's in it. I'm, that's good enough for me. <laughs> it's nice to have credits to your name. Right, and she was also in the movie AI, which I want to say I might have watched. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't say for sure. I have not seen it, but on my list, yeah. Spielberg. And then last but not least, certainly not least, <laughs> we have Daniel Bucco. And the fun fact about him is that Brenda Song had a crush on him when he was in Zack and Life's, of Zack and Life's Sweet Cody. Yep. <laughs> That's it. No, but for real, she had a crush on him in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And I just thought that that would be really neat that you know they have they they were able to I almost said resurrect to reunite <laughs> in this movie resurrect i'm telling you vampires have been in my mind <laughs> and, and so are they friends too in real life i believe so Brian i think Seth Green? yeah she definitely got him this role because 
<laughs> other than this <laughs> in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I think he was only in a few episodes too. He wasn't like a real character. He was in the OC probably as just like an, you know, eye candy for like an episode and then that's it. Uh, he was in the Bratz movie, which yes, I did watch. <laughs> and I erased it from my mind until I decided to look this guy up. And then suddenly all of those memories came flooding back and he was not a part of any of those memories. So he really is a nobody. <laughs> and I think friend of song- To be song fair, was- he, he really wasn't even in this movie. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's not even in this movie and I'm just tossing them in there to make you, the listeners- go on this like hunt that will never lead you to anything perfect (laughs) i will okay so this movie i've been waiting to to rip this one apart with you (laughs) since we watched it i think my biggest problem people don't act like they should in these movies so like the detectives aren't acting the way they should the hospital wasn't taking care of people the way that they should Uh but even the villain like what was his end game like it just no one was doing what they should have been doing and that bothers me (laughs) but it also eh, it it makes me laugh about it later (laughs) but during the movie it really just like drives me insane (laughs) it's super frustrating like my number one rule for horror movies especially so i'll just play it to horror movies right now but Mm -hmm. you want to see the characters act in a a reasonable rational way in, in a way that the audience would react in a situation like if they have a cell phone like call 911 or something so and it's applicable to other movies as well like if the the characters aren't acting in a way that seems rational or reasonable it's just frustrating it kind of takes you out of the movie it doesn't make you enjoy it as much and there was a lot of that (laughs) going on here yeah absolutely and i i also wish that we knew more about the detective's daughter i feel like they made a big point to like bring it up and then it just doesn't pay off like we don't know anything more about it like they don't bring it back and I didn't know if they used it as like a plot point to explain away some of his like the way he was acting I mean like in the not the actor acting but like the the character itself like being a detective and how he he like didn't call for backup like when he should have and I'm wondering if it's because like no one's taking him seriously right now because it's the anniversary of the death of his daughter so then therefore like why would he call anybody for backup? Like they, they're not going to believe him. Like they think that he's acting irrationally because he's mourning or something. Like- yeah. A couple of things there. It's, you know, one, the movie didn't have a budget to hire a partner for him. So like, he's just alone, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. I don't think like he would probably have some sort of partner. There were situations where he wouldn't go into a dangerous situation alone without backup of some kind like a patrol car joining. Not that I'm Mr. Law Enforcement over here, but you know, I, that seems like a reasonable expectation. Mm-hmm. And two, it's just, that's like character building 101. <laughs> it's like, okay, we have this character. Let's give him the most basic background. What's it like, okay, he has this trauma of a missing daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've developed this character now because he has, and like that's his whole entire character <laughs> is he has this missing daughter. And it doesn't tell you anything about him, really. Mm-mm. But it's just something, it's just a really lazy way that they can be like, oh, this is Dennis Hainsbury. I don't even remember his name in the, in the show. I, I should probably look that up so we can talk about it. But whatever, yeah. he's just Dennis from <laughs> here on out. That's just a lazy way to be like, okay, this is who Dennis is. He has a missing daughter. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, again, that's lifetime plot 101. Like, let's have these stock 
you know, archetypal characters like the detective with a traumatic past. <laughs> and it's like he's, you know, he throws himself in his work to rectify it. It's like at one point, I think one of the other cops said like, oh, you know, this isn't going to bring your daughter back. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Holy moly. So it's, just, it's stuff like that that just makes it lazy. And that's why I've said lifetime a thousand times. So I'm going to keep saying it because it's just a really generic cookie cutter TV movie. That's what it is. There's nothing special about it, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's what we signed up for. Exactly. We knew yeah. this from the title. Secret, whatever. <laughs> Secret right. session. We know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> I also wish we knew what happened to her parents. Like we saw the aftermath and I just feel like there was a lot of things during the movie that they focused on that didn't need to be there that I would have rather switched for finding out like how they ended up where they need like I just it just made no sense of like how their bodies were and what they looked like and how they were found and I thought we knew what happened to her parents so maybe that's just background I built on my own I think it's what you did on your own That, that was me just being the real detective in the, in the movie, like actually just like figuring out what happened. I saw this crime scene. I was like, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Right. You lost your daughter and you became a detective and you poured all your heart and soul into that one scene and you figured out what happened to her parents. That sums it up. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, I guess I was just the assistant because I didn't, I didn't lose a daughter. So I, I couldn't tell what happened to her parents. <laughs> I'm just, okay. You, you need that trauma. I need that trauma. I guess I didn't have that trauma to understand, but also not having that trauma made me realize too, that if those bodies were there for as long as we think they were, they wouldn't have looked that way. The sheets wouldn't have been so clean. <laughs> I completely agree with you on that. That was bizarre. Yeah. And like, I see that they were staged, but like, that's what I mean. It's like, I want to know, like, were they burnt? Were they beaten? Like, I don't, is that, is it? <laughs> oh God, Thais, what? What movie do you think we're watching here? Light gore. At, I'm at craving that. the trauma here. Oh, <laughs> Remember, well, we I didn't lose movie. <laughs> I want to know more about this trauma. <laughs> we'll find something more like Mike Vogel's Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. to watch next time to, yeah. uh, to satiate your, your needs there. And maybe that was like subconscious. When I saw his face, I thought I would see more blood because all the other movies I've seen him in, you know, there's there like traveling pants, blood everywhere. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, but the blood sticks with you. <laughs> On the pants. I mean, just travels with the pants. <laughs> but yeah, I would have traded the whole like her getting her, not getting her memories back, but like her getting better at the hospital montage for finding out what happened to her parents like yeah, playing like, stupid memory games like I almost thought like maybe the I thought that the memory games were actually going to become important to the movie because of how much they were focusing on her like flipping each card and like I thought that maybe like later on it would become you know like maybe she's trying to find a key and she's like oh it was behind this thing because I remember because I've played so many of these games and then she'd have like an epic line to the you know the villain and she's like he's like how did you find out and she's like well because you taught me to remember remember like you know I don't know like double down on the memory game I mean you want to talk about lazy like storytelling <laughs> playing memory in the hospital to regain your memory <laughs> I mean, come on, maybe that's something that they do, but 
it was just I was like, come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, and the the movie started so hot too, because I I remember I put the movie on and I hit play and I was like looking at something on my phone, and then 15 seconds later I was like, whoa, 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 what what's going on? I had to rewind and restart because it just it drops you right into that mm-hmm. kind of thrilling opening scene where she's fighting for her life and you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then it just slowed down yeah. after that. In me, it was like a just a halt. And the and movie was more of a, a thriller, really, than a, a mystery. Mm-hmm. But it was just so slow, and like that doesn't work in a in a thriller movie. It just doesn't. Yeah, I think yeah, that's one of the only things that was driving the the suspense was the music because the story itself. If the music wasn't there, it wouldn't have been no. thrilling because <laughs> it was it was very slow. Each scene was just drawn out beautifully. Because thank you to. Uh, what's his face there, Peter Sullivan for those amazing shots. I mean, I was, I was, I love the house. <laughs> oh, beautiful the house! house. Really beautiful. I like some of the shots that he that he would do where you know, like the actors would walk to one side and then he would focus on like one item and it would just kind of like zoom into that item while like the actors are doing whatever and like walking off the set, like off the screen. Like that was it was beautiful. I like that. That's so boring. <laughs> painfully boring like oh they have nice stuff in their house sweet it's like an hd gtv commercial yeah. like i don't need that <laughs> and how do they afford that house i'm not a real estate mogul but like that was prime property yeah. on a land gorgeous house mm-hmm. they seemed like they worked hr like a paper company well so i think the house was her family's home her parents didn't live there though. They lived in like maybe it was like a, a vacation. Tiny, home? That's oh, a bananas it? vacation home when you live in like a or, or was it level. Maybe it was. I think it's it's the else? house that she and her husband bought. That's I think that's what it was. You know, that just didn't make sense to me. Right, like with what money? <laughs> yeah, it's it just lifetime movie. So they're like, we need an absolutely gorgeous house because I mean, nobody wants to watch this take place in like <laughs> you know an apartment in Medford. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they needed the the scenes to to be eye catching. Otherwise, we would get bored. Yeah. <laughs> On a personal note, that I did not like about this movie, and I don't like about movies a lot. Like this happens in movies a lot. Uh, the female character will, you know, get caught in the rain, get in a car accident, get beaten up, cry forever, rub her face, get pie tossed in her. I don't care. Anything happens to her face, she still looks gorgeous. The fact that she had makeup on in the hospital bothered me so much. I couldn't get, I couldn't get past it. I'm like, you just mm-hmm. like you, one eye is like swollen shut and she still has mascara on. I'm like, what nurse is going in there and putting mascara on when she's like yep. healing? I don't know. That's just on my personal thing. You could, you could I, say, I that completely agree, but I, I don't know. It pulls me out of the movie because if I in, was in a position like that, I would look atrocious. And anybody, anybody would. And also, zero chemistry oh, between yeah. between those two mm-hmm. yeah but you could blame it on her amnesia <laughs> you could you could <laughs> maybe that's I, what they <laughs> you'd think there's still a spark right yeah something, would, but... but even like as actor and actor like they delivering it lines didn't, to didn't mess other. at all yeah, it did. Yeah, it's like they had never met and they just showed up on set. <laughs> Honestly, they probably did. They probably just showed up day one and they're like, okay, nice to meet you. Let's shoot Let's this it. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one I take, know. done. Boom. Right. It wasn't Seth Green. They couldn't get Seth Green, her best friend. So they went with Vogel yeah. here. 
Um, also, how did you feel about finding out who, like finding out the twist or like the villain so soon in the movie? I mean, I think it was like 10 minutes into the movie. There's like a shot of his boots. <laughs> He's like sitting <laughs> in the hospital and you look at his boots and I was like, oh, done. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I'm like, okay, so now what? What's the rest of the movie going to be <laughs> if we if we know who it is? <laughs> Thrilling, supposedly, but it's not. Yeah. But I think that's why you should watch this movie to find out the motive. Because it's like, it's super easy to figure out who did it, but we still don't know why. Why is like the biggest question. So I think like, yep. definitely sit through it <laughs> to get to the why. Yeah. Because the why was I kind mean, of, it's... I like the why. Yeah, the why was fine. It was a lifetime why. It was, a yeah, the biggest why. It, lifetime is spelled with a Y now. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, not, you know, we're savvy movie viewers. Our listeners are savvy movie viewers. Yeah. There are probably folks who didn't pick up on certain things or were thrown by, you know, early red herrings. Mm-hmm. But you still, you still find out, you know, who the bad guy is early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regardless of if you figure it out on yourself or not, the movie makes it apparent who it is halfway through. Yeah. If not earlier. Yeah. So then you still have like the rest of the movie now, like with that knowledge and you're like, well, now what's going to (laughs) happen? Right. Yeah. Was there anything else that you disliked about this movie? Oh, I don't know where to begin. (laughs) Um, You know, shout out to you because, you know, I'm just kind of perusing my notes here. And I I wrote, are her parents really dead? What actually happened? (laughs) I probably wrote that. You know, before, you know, we saw the crime scene, <laughs> but yeah, still. Yeah, my, you, I mean, would, you would expect her parents to show up to the hospital. And, and yeah. so now we do eventually find out what happened. But yeah, just just really weirdly done. I, I, I wanted to take a second and just quick new segment alert here. Just a quick new segment of I was reading the IMDb reviews. And this, this movie did not get a great rev- uh, score mm-hmm. on IMDb. I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's probably like a four or something. Mm-hmm. And some of, some of these reviews, um, the house was nice. That was one of the reviews. And <laughs> that would be my review. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, I got 29% um, on Rotten Tomatoes. That's super generous. <laughs> um, another one, I had a restless night and this movie helped me fall asleep. <laughs> De- definitely. Definitely agree. Um, another one is... Uh, and this was one. This was in the first scene, so this is not a spoiler. But uh, he wrote, "I was in trouble in the opening scene when she couldn't get her car started, but the windshield wipers were working." <laughs> uh, yeah, great, great point. That's that's an oversight. Yeah, that's an oversight. So I just I was enjoying at one point reading the reviews more than watching the movie because I was reading that <laughs> while watching, and because uh, this was an easy movie to kind of check out of. Yeah, there were a lot of shots inside the house. You know, you could take minutes off from <laughs> from watching it at least. So, also th- there was one scene that I thought was was weird, and this is something that, like again, you know, lifetime director. He doesn't he doesn't care. He's collecting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. But th- there was a, a car alarm that went off. You remember that the bad guy shows up to the other guy's house, yes, and a car alarm goes off, and a woman walked out of her house to <laughs> see what was going on. Yep, an like, old lady. Nobody does that. No, like she's unarmed. You hear a car alarm, and you know you don't, you don't bat an eye. It's a psychopath move to like go investigate mm-hmm. a car alarm because it's either a mistake mm-hmm. or something bad's happening. Yep. 
And I don't think this elderly woman's going to go, you know, oh, hey, get away from that car. <laughs> so just, just, you know, bizarre direction, storytelling. And, yeah. and that's what I mean. No one, was, added to it. no one was acting the way that they should have. And that woman too, like, if you're going to commit to going out and investigating, like, then commit. She like walks out, she goes, who's out there? And then goes back inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. One other thing that I, I pointed out, I think this is really my last note, because there, there wasn't much to, well, there was a lot to dive into. <laughs> but, you know, we don't have to pile on too much. You can yeah. go enjoy the ride yourself. <laughs> but at one point, Brenda Song gets locked in a bedroom, and she uses a bobby pin hmm. to pick the lock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that just, am I a weirdo for not being able to just whip out a bobby pin and like pick a lock right away no i just is it that easy that you can just stick it in and like know what to do how does she have that knowledge i don't think i honestly i feel like it would be luck or because she watches lifetime movies it always works in lifetime movies but even still if we're being realistic about it if it does work it wouldn't be that quick it would take time for it to (laughs) i'm thinking like 20 minutes sitting there like first first 10 minutes like what am i doing yeah and then like maybe you figure something out and now you have to like catch it a certain way mm-hmm. again i don't know anything about picking locks but that was like bananas to me that in 30 seconds yep she, whoop, boom done and yeah. then when he comes back how is the door locked again how did she lock herself on the wasn't it like a what type of lock was it? I don't even remember. It was it like a so, lock? Yeah, you're so like, right. Because, okay, I will say if it is one of those doors that um, you just press in the, the lock on the handle, you know, it's like a tiny little button you just press in. With a um, pen cap or bobby pin or an earring, you can unlock it from the other side. You just push it and it pushes out. If it's a lock like that, it's very but easy. But it's something he had a key and locked it. But he had locked. a key, yeah. So like that. And there's nothing... That makes because sense. even with the even with the push in, she's on the the other side where she can just unlock it, pop it open. Yeah, and she could also lock her. Like what I'm saying is like, how did she lock the door again when he comes back? Because he has to unlock. Yeah, no, it, it didn't make any sense. Like none of it made sense. Um, I actually so watching it, I had my roommate here, <laughs> Jared, <laughs> watch with me, and I think his favorite scenes <laughs> were the um, clearly visible like that he might as well put a sign that says x marks the spot of the lump of dirt where he buried the body the body <laughs> i mean what was that oh, i mean he was outside digging a hole did he even dig a hole he didn't did. he just it's like he placed a body on the ground and just yep. lumped soil on it and yep. didn't even cover it he didn't cover and it's like what, there's not even enough doing? soil to like prior for him to be able to cover it up after like, that was a big dude he buried too that was a big dude yeah oh my god yeah that was a bananas move <laughs> honestly um, honestly shocking what a great movie i mean i think it's more of a comedy than a suspense at this point <laughs> yeah no seriously and, and you know this is a classic so well, no, it's not a so bad, it's good movie, but it's so bad that, you know, you can enjoy mm-hmm. these these certain scenes while you're watching with the lump of soil and the lock pick and, and her limp, poor, I mean, oh. Brenda Song, God bless her, but the <laughs> limp was, I mean, was it just me or was it the brutalist? I mean, like, her, yeah, her limping limp. was 
It was wild. But I will say that was one of the notes that I put that I actually liked about this movie (laughs) was when she was in pain, I felt it. I really did. Yeah. Like her squirming, like I squirmed with her. I was a sympathetic squirmer (laughs) in this movie. I did like some of the, like her bruising. Um, Although some of the bruising was kind of traveling, like some scenes it would be in different parts of her. It was all over the place. But it did look like I liked that it was progressively getting better, right? Like she was, she comes home from the hospital and it's like really bad. And then like, as the days go on, it is getting lighter, even though it's moving around in her body, it is getting lighter. <laughs> so at least like you can see that she's healing. I like that they made the effort to, to make it look like it was at least healing and that they didn't forget that she had, you know, injuries. Cause sometimes they do forget about it. It's like all of a sudden, like they were just in a terrible, you know, bus accident and then suddenly the next day they're like walking around and they're like don't you have like stitches in your spleen and they're like well i'm gonna go like run a mile and you're like what yep. no one does that so I, okay I, d d for effort at, at best <laughs> but i was thinking what if maybe just maybe these lifetime directors they do it on purpose to make it so obvious that it helps with the people that are like have huge anxiety watching these tense movies to break up the tension like maybe it's on purpose we're gonna make that guy be covered in just dirt (laughs) to break up the tension (laughs) because you're so scared that a person was actually buried on the ground like whoa no let's let's back it up a little bit and bring you just like a little bit of light (laughs) what if they're just that's that's a stretch days it's (laughs) it's a a hot take (laughs) they're masterminds i'll I'll stand with you if you need me to but that is a that's a hot take I hope that's what they were doing. <laughs> I'm sure it has to be. What what other? They can't be that stupid. <laughs> just, it's just lazy. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Everything about it was just was just lazy. You know. So we usually we watch a movie and and record, you know, the same day or within a few days. We we actually watched this a couple of weeks ago. Last night, I I was like, you know what? It'd, it'd be good if I rewatched. I was fresh up to date on it. And I hit play and I was like, don't, you don't do this to yourself, Brady. You don't, you don't have to watch this again. What's done is done. You know, you did, you did the time. Don't rewatch this. So I'll leave it at that. It is funny. Cause I did try and watch it a second time. Um, but all I did, I just, I fast forwarded quickly. Cause I was watching it on my phone. So like when you try and fast forward, like you just press right and then like a little box will show up and it says it shows like which screen it is that you're watching that's how I rewatched it the second time was I just like went quickly through all those little squares (laughs) and I was like oh yeah I remember kind of what happened here because I mean the whole movie can be summarized in probably three words and so I like you're you're a masochist that is watching it like the normal way is brutal enough (laughs) like going through that way like it was quick though that's good remember i'm craving the trauma i want it actually might be a better way to watch it i yeah i think quickly peruse (laughs) you won't miss the movie you really won't miss much um and maybe the reveal will be you know better for you if you don't actually sit through and watch it if you're just going through quickly it might be more revealing like more of a shock at the end yeah (laughs) um but yeah I, i mean i would say like even if the the We'll call it the puzzle, right? Even if the puzzle was easy to, to solve, I did stick around to find out the why. And I think, yeah, the why paid off. I I think it it was, I mean, it's unrealistic, but it was like also realistic because I do see people being that nuts. And maybe that's just like, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's fair. <laughs> and it's just, it's another, like everything else in the movie, it's basic. The why is basic. The how is basic. The background's basic. The house was the only thing that wasn't basic. It was absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Is- That's the takeaway. Watch yeah. it for the house. I guess in that in that sense, the house is basic because only a basic person would want <laughs> that type of house. <laughs> I want to catch 22. <laughs> but it's definitely, it's still a fun ride. If you enjoy, you know, making fun of the movie as the movie's going on. <laughs> And then talking about it later, you know, making fun of how all these, you know, there was all these little plot holes and, you know, discussing how you would have acted differently, like a regular human, unlike these lifetime humans, then yeah, I'd say this movie is definitely worth watching once. And as we both said, we can't watch it a second time. First time we made it through, second time we couldn't. It's definitely worth watching just once. Maybe we should have two categories. There's worth watching once and then there's worth watching just once. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, so it's tough because you know I'm Mister. You know I'll watch anything. I'll watch anything once. <laughs> but I mean, this was it was just bad. It had really no redeeming qualities. There are better movies that you can watch th- to get the same you know, type of inadvertent comedy from <laughs> um, that are you know actually enjoyable. I didn't think this movie was enjoyable at all. Just snooze fast. You know, like that you said, it can be fun. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of a fun movie if you want to. You know, watch with somebody's and, and have a laugh but it's really not i'm gonna say it's not worth watching watching one oh, see i disagree yeah, I, I i definitely say at least once because we want you want to see your girl be the main character you know once and for all <laughs> and i can get behind that yeah i can definitely support that and all state guy i mean you know you're in good hands if you're watching him <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, it's good. It is good to see Dennis back on the, the small screen, you know, in something other than an ad or 24 or major league. It's uh, at the same time, it's kind of sad because you're like, come on, Dennis, you, you can do something else, but maybe he can't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm happy to he see him work. Happy to. to see him out there. Yeah. He, maybe he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. It's got to be an easy paycheck. It really has to be. <laughs> the ending too. I, you know, I could have done without the very last scene of the movie. That almost. Oh my god! Worth watching it. So so lame. (laughs) So lame. (laughs) But uh, it's still fun. Definitely sit through it. It just it. (laughs) Find a love. I I won't give anything away, but it just it wraps up Dennis's. You know everything we said about how lazy that character building was. Mm -hmm. You know it again. That's like writing storytelling 101. Like you have to complete the character arc. And like he had a super basic background. Oh, he went through the story, and then like you complete his arc at the end in the most basic way possible. <laughs> and it's just like everything else in the movie is just lazy, basic, not entertaining. Yeah, but it was good to see her in heels. You know, I mean. <laughs> True. Yeah, everyone, everyone heels <laughs> with their oh god. Oh wow! <laughs> you weren't even sitting on that, were you? No. That was just spur of the moment. That would came and went. <laughs> That was brilliant. Thanks, I try. <laughs> and it's true, it's a metaphor. <laughs> if it is for this whole movie. <laughs> the most basic jokes, the most <laughs> 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 Yeah, true. <laughs> I guess we could wrap it up. <laughs> you know, with your bow. I mean, on that note, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I did want to say um, we got our first sponsor for the movie. 
this is great news. Yeah. The, um, I can't wait to hear who it is. Uh, this episode was actually brought to you by Heritage Tattoos, the only way to ensure your identity. That is, I can't believe we got Heritage Tattoos. Yeah. I mean, what a sponsor. without them, uh, you know, they're saving lives really without them we wouldn't have a clue i can get my family crest there huh mm-hmm. that's brilliant you just know you're in good hands when you have a hair oh boy okay <laughs> <laughs> you have to heal from that one too <laughs> you've gone too far a little bit <laughs> thanks for listening to worth watching once hope you guys enjoyed it give the movie a try you know definitely don't quit just keep going <laughs> and make it to the end and when you're done uh, check us out on instagram at worth watching once uh, leave a comment let us know if you watched it how much you absolutely enjoyed it or you know tweet at us at ww1pod and just you know let me know what other sponsors we should have had on this episode i'm gonna be checking out those imdb reviews too leave an imdb review i'm gonna give a t-shirt to the best one Ooh, maybe I'll put a review and I want a t-shirt. Oh, what's this? No more puns. (laughs) No more puns.